sports, 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 sports. Yeah. Take our borderback convoy of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Uh, Ola. <laughs> and, okay. and in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 329, 329, 329. That's a lot of episodes. How are we? <laughs> it's a lot of episodes. Doing pretty all good. right, man. Yeah. Doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't, what's, are we at a convoy now? What's, what are we doing? Yeah, man, we're on, we're, uh, well, we're in remote locations, but it's because we're each in our own vehicles as we drive down to secure the Texas mm-hmm. border. Convoy! All right. I gotta make a quick pit stop at the Effingham, Illinois, Flying J. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then we're turning south. Okay. So what time are you guys going to be there? Dude, I can meet you guys I'm at the Whataburger. I'm heading down to like the Big Bend area where it's just like 2,000 foot slot canyons and there's not a whole lot to do. I don't... Is that what we do? In a, uh, well, now hold on. If we're in a convoy, then we all have to go there. Yeah, but we got to meet up. We got to meet up to, to convoy. I thought we, I thought we were going to convoy down there, and then when we get to Texas, we go to our stations. Well, see, that's what that's what we should be doing. I just got really excited and hopped in the car. You guys ever seen that movie? So convoy? I'm basically just driving. I'm a one man convoy. <laughs> you are. Uh, uh, have you guys ever seen that movie, Convoy? Um, uh, I think um, what so. Kind, what kind of vehicle? Uh, it's a dang big old line of trucks hmm. Chris Christopherson so. vehicle yeah Allie yeah Mil- Chris Allie Christopherson McGraw. vehicle yeah Ali McGraw Ernest Borgnine yeah I think nope. I saw that I don't think That's, I've seen that man classic classic Sam Peckinpah movie oh Mr. Peckinpah it's part of the Peckinpah collection mm-hmm. during the, the trucker Peckin- trucker craze exactly during the trucker craze oh like Black Dog the meatloaf Randy no. Travis vehicle? No, that was well, 1990. Let me guess. I think Black Dog was 98, maybe 97. Uh, Six, seven. Yeah, sounds right. Uh, that This came out in 1979, so a little bit. It's more like... But the trucker craze was years long. What was the uh, Stallone vehicle, the arm wrestling one? That was a trucker movie. Over the top. Smokey and the Bandit. Smoking in the band. Kind of similar. Movie. Did you just Transformers say... trucker movie? No, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Optimus Prime's a semi. It, it, he if is. The a... movie has a semi in it. I, yeah. I think you can count it as a trucker movie. Sure. Uh, I'm with you. Did you say Milky mm. and the Bandit? 1998. Patrick. Yeah. Amazing. Isn't that what it's called? Milky and the Bandit. <laughs> Milky and the Bandit. Yeah, it was a milk truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. It was a yeah. tanker. Yeah, stole it right there from the best ever. Yeah, so, taking, yeah. Stole taking the best. milk from... Prairie Farms. Stole it from Prairie Farms and drove it to Kmart. Yep. Yeah. And there you go. Um, but it's a good movie if you have a little bit of time. I wonder if it's a stream. Knight Rider? Trucker procedural? No. You're, you're too far. <laughs> it's not a procedural. It's, it's, it would be a Mad Max Fury right, Road. Right. <laughs> Mad Max Fury there Road. You go. Trucker movie. And now we're back. That was a good mm. one. 
Whoa. Boy, trucker genre spans <laughs> all decades. All decades. As long as the trucks existed, there was something. I saw a movie this week. What did you see? Sports movie. Hmm. I've Starring Calvin Brodus. Oh, did you watch that Snoop Dogg's football I movie? Underdogs from oh. from uh, blunts to runts. Wait, hold on. Was that a movie? Not, or was that a? Uh, I thought that was a reality show. No, dude, it's a movie, feature length <laughs> film. Okay. Starring Indiana's own and stealer of the show, Mike Epps. Mike Epps, okay. Yeah, he made the movie. It was an atrocity. It's it's Bad News Bears of Snoop's Youth Football League. Oh. That's the whole plot line. But Mike Epps is uh, like one of, the, one of his old school friends from back in the day, and he steals the show. It's worth it just for Mike Epps. And if you're just doing monotonous things, you've got <laughs> 83 minutes to kill or however long it is. Snoop Dogg remains an appealing screen presence, and the underdogs offers its share of laughs. But this crass, crass youth sports comedy isn't doing anything audiences haven't seen or done better before. Correct. <laughs> right. I, I, I couldn't have written that better myself. Rotten Tomatoes, 36%. Wow, 36. Yeah. Where would you that's put it? That's about right. You'd peg it? Did you enjoy yeah. it? I enjoyed, I mean, I laughed, I giggled to myself at the Mike Epps parts. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a scene stealer. Okay. You know? How do you, how does one go about judging a movie like this? Well, I've seen it before, for one thing. It's the same. It, it it gave me the same feeling as when I saw Avatar. I've seen this movie before. <laughs> okay, because it was you know Dances with Wolves. Dances with Wolves in with, Space. With Dances with Wolves. Wolves. Dances with Wolves in Space. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I mean, within the first five minutes, I'm like, oh, this is like Walter Matthau, uh, Bad News Bears. Okay, I get hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Except. Sn- uh, except his football, you know. Snoop's an ex-player. Two J's. JJ. Uh-huh. Two, oh, Jason Two J's Jennings? Jason with a Y. Two J's Jennings. So, and, you, you know... But is that how you judge a movie? It just... It would seem to me that something like this is beyond... Um, beyond any sort of criticism. Because how can you think that it's this beyond is, reproach? Yeah, I mean yeah. we live in a we live in a post-critical society, so well, that's the truth. I don't know how that could possibly be. Yeah, criticism's dead. Yeah, everything's acceptable now. Oh, clearly they made underdog. Don't yuck my yum. Don't yeah. yuck Reed's yum. That's why I'm wondering if that that. What you're saying goes with what I'm trying to convey here that I haven't thought about before. I can't imagine that somebody made this and thought this is this is a real piece of cinema. But if oh, you no, go, this is this is a money grab. But if this you, is a generational money grab. But if you watch it and it's funny, or it has funny parts or memorable parts, is that enough for something like this? It was made on a thirty million dollar budget. You get thirty laughs out of that out of 
Mm, 30 million bucks. That's-ish. That seems like probably about right <laughs> for this film. <laughs> Done in eight days. I mean, I don't know. You've been around for uh, four-plus decades. Uh, uh-huh. You've seen Snoop Dogg act. It, it, he can't do it. Is that Snoop, what we call Snoop it? Can, Snoop can do a lot of things. Right. <laughs> he can crip walk. He can rap. Mm-hmm. He can rhyme. He right. can smoke. He's talented. But acting is not it. No, I wouldn't call it acting. He's just caught on camera. Yeah. You just playing, tell, him, tell him what to say. Playing himself as a Snooper Bowl coach. Okay. Um, you know, is not. Well, here's a for instance. How do you judge a movie? Okay, so I watched another movie last week, a repeat, okay. a 1990 classic starring uh, Olympia Dukakis and um, Kathy Bates. Name that film, 1990. Fr- Fried Green Tomatoes. Correct. Excellent <laughs> movie. It is. Yeah, ran back Fried Green Tomatoes. Okay. How'd that, that, how'd that that's settle? a great movie. Right. It's got an arc. I mean, Snoop, Snoop's movie had an arc, too, but it was just, like, straight out of uh, a hero's journey. Right, but you can't <laughs> expect there to be anything that's cutting edge, that's new, like, any saying anything new. It's... So why would we this judge was this? A re, this was a remake. They just didn't bill it like that. Right. But this was a total remake. But why would so, we but judge like it four on, times over? Why would we judge it on the same scale that we're judging something like fried green tomatoes? Those two things should not exist on the same spectrum. No, you're just saying I don't know how you could uh, how you could criticize a movie, and I'm saying, oh yeah, put it up against a a good movie. But it should just to, just to compare contrast. Yeah, I guess it's apples and oranges to me. Something like this. Mm, movie, movie. <laughs> right. Well, is it, though? I guess we'd have to figure out how, how we were defining a movie. I just don't see this as like... it's a, You called it. It's a money grab. It's not even the same thing. It's like... Who's that one guy? Thomas Kincaid. It's like a Thomas Kincaid versus it's It's, the, it's a uh, calendar kiosk in the mall versus a gallery or a museum. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's... Yeah. So yeah. That's for sure. So it's it's yeah. That's that's why I guess it's it's hard for me to even think. Why would you spend your time writing a critique? Why would you write a review of this movie? It's just <laughs> there's a full screen. It just is there's a, it exists. There's a full screen of text at the beginning of the movie warning you that it uses language and says certain things, and it's like, yeah, it's got an R rating. This is right. it's like it, it's it's uh, bad news bears, but not. But for a generation, for a whatever the hell zennial or whatever the hell generation we're on now, uh, maybe they'll like it. I don't think yeah. they will. It's <laughs> it it's got an R rating. It's right there on the football. Right on the cover. Well, you can watch it on Prime. I mean, the things they say to kids in that movie is also kind of funny. Like cussing out kids is funny. <laughs> okay, come on over anytime. It had a very yeah. <laughs> it had a very uh like Peyton Man Peyton Manning Saturday Night Live vibe at times. Oh yeah yeah. Of just like okay. bullying and cussing at kids because they're no good at something. It's funny because it's uh, rude, you know, comedy. So, 
these things tend to end in one of two ways. Okay. They like all sports except for one one game per year in the NFL. Usually a Steelers game. <laughs> yeah. You either lose like so is this one of those where they the underdog comes back and is victorious or has some sort of Pyrrhic victory? Yeah. Which one how does B. this go? They lose at B. the well, what do you want to spoil it? Spoiler alert, they lose. Because it got thirty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm not Rod. They go from they, they they took 36%. off their they took off their tricked out fly underdog purple and black jerseys and went back to be the green team to get it back, but they still lost. Oh. Snoop, so close, Snoop drives a, a high gloss like mirror finished gold G wagon. <laughs> And he drives it onto the field before every practice. Did they win everyone's respect? They may have lost the game, but they won the respect. He won the parents' respect of the players. Mm. One of them was an old flame. Shocker. I was going to ask. Was he trying to date one? Yep. Shocker. But Mike Epps, dude. Was it Sharif? From firing off bullets because he drops his pistol to trying to to tough love the, the players. He's he's the one uh, gleam of light. He's the glue that holds it together. He is. Mm. Yeah. Well, there it's a Hoosier go. for you. Yep. It's a Hoosier hospitality. Rowdy, this seems like a movie you're going to watch. Oh, for sure. This is a Rowdy movie. I might. This is a Rowdy movie. Watch <laughs> it with your kids. They'll learn a few words. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. They liked Cop and a Half. That's the, yeah, well, that, the, I mean. Cop and a Half, hey. Uh, Cop and a Half film. was, that was, that was, it was pretty great. Yeah. That's outstanding. Prime pretty time. Sure. <laughs> pretty sure there's a there's a semi in that one. You ever heard a quid pro quo? One hand watches <laughs> the other. All right. Well, Rowdy, do you want to add anything to this conversation, or do you want to get into your... I got thought? nothing to add because I haven't seen the movie. All right. Well, let's get into this. I'm very excited. Hey, Rowdy. Hey. How about some thought experiment? How about it? Um, well, hey, so this, as we started the podcast last week, there was some late breaking news coming out of Texas. Yeah, this is based on current events. And uh, I decided to spend some time digging into uh, digging into what's going on in Texas and then how this could pertain to sports, of course. Can I interject real quick, Because this is a sports Rowdy? podcast. Yeah. Uh, now, just for the listeners here, and so that you're thought experiment doesn't come across as biased or jaded. Tell us how you feel about Texas real quick. Um, oh yeah. I think, I think the best, uh, the best description is that it's, um, when we took our, our Corpus Christi road trip back in college, um, was it, I remember, I remember the, the, the saying that it, that Texas was all wrong. What was what was big, the exact wording? It was like it may be big, big, but, it, but it's but all, it's all wrong. wrong. Yeah, it may be big, <laughs> but it's all wrong. And and I would say, yeah, that kind of holds true. Now there are some great people in Texas. I mean, our food editors down there. Yeah. Um, yeah. He and I are in a beef right now. We have a bet. Uh oh. Uh, what's that about? Nine wins for Alabama. He's taken. He's taken the under. Oh. And his idea for the bet was whoever loses has to take the other person to Waffle House and buy him the most expensive thing on the menu. 
<laughs> That's great. Not a neat bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told him to bring his checkbook because that yeah. quarter inch thick stakes that $12. Look out. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the way they yeah. tier things at Waffle House, you can really just add anything on to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you it's could, a mix you could and really match. start to yeah you could really start to stack it up there yeah you might true. get over twenty two dollars that's true just keep adding two dollar <laughs> toppings mm-hmm. yeah and be like oh I'd also like to add some hash browns with the works yeah sorry so. Rowdy uh, uh, oh that's I'll all right digress. you you go right ahead <laughs> well let me give some background to what's going on I did have so, a bird yeah. fly into a stall at a rest area once when I was in Texas with Snoop see that's magical that's magic Remember magic that? can still happen in that Texas bird. yeah that shouldn't have happened that may have been where the it's big but it's all wrong started I think so yeah yep that's not how toilets work <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it may be big but it's all wrong coming from a stall with a bird in it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, as you know, uh, Texas sits on America's southern border. Uh, So in uh, Greg Abbott, who is the commander in chief of the uh, Texas military department, um, which is real. Ground forces. uh, Texas military department uh, administers Texas military forces, which include... Texas Army National Guard, Texas Air National Guard, and the Texas State Guard. And what about the Rangers? So, uh, Rangers are part of a. Um, they're they're like still the, they're still included in the Texas uh, legislature. They actually used to be a part of what what is now the the military department but now that they when they became more of a police force than a military force um they shifted to a different yeah. department they got too so big still, for their still, babies. still when they yeah, got still that tv show them. they got too big for their britches uh-huh mm-hmm. that's yeah. true um but abbott in greg abbott their te- texas's governor in 2021 uh used these forces to, for operation lone star which is the the effort to secure the southern border Mm. and this this has been you know stuff's been going on back and forth uh since then but last back and forth with whom with uh texas and the and the federal government and the federal government not uh border border patrol etc yes um so they're calling my name they're great yeah uh sorry so last july Abbott installed a 1,000-foot floating barrier in the Rio Grande near Eagle Pass, Texas. Um, And the Biden administration filed a federal lawsuit. Um, And last September, a judge ruled that Texas must remove the barrier. Hmm. So Texas appealed this to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, and they affirmed the ruling and ordered Texas to remove the barrier. Well, the following month, uh, the attorney general, Ken Paxton, uh, who also is under, he, well, he was impeached, acquitted, uh, has a whistleblower trial coming up. Real, real great guy. Um, uh, Ken Paxton sued 
the Department of Homeland Security accusing Border Patrol agents of destroying a razor wire fence at the border, quote, without any justification. Um, so that trial won't happen until February 7th. So uh, sued last October, trial's not till February 7th. So um, that's next the, week. Exactly. Yeah. So in, in, in December, uh, the Fifth Circuit issued Texas an injunction that stopped the feds from interfering with the fences while this case was pending unless there was a medical emergency. Um, and what then, kind of medical emergency? You know, like people walking through the desert and then swimming across the fast-moving river, something like that. Probably. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You think um, that will cause bodily harm? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So January 2nd of this year, Department of Homeland Security filed an emergency application to the Supreme Court requesting that it freeze the injunction and argued that new barriers that Texas was putting up prevented the Border Patrol agents from performing their duties, specifically by blocking access to a boat ramp that was in uh, Shelby Park, which is a city park in Eagle Pass that's along the Rio Grande. So the Texas military forces were not allowing the feds to come into this park. And the Supreme Court um, gets, gets sent this uh, emergency application by DHS. So January 12th, 10 days later, uh, Greg Abbott stated, quote, Texas has the legal authority to control ingress into any geographic location in the state of Texas. Later that same day, serious about a woman ramps. and her two children died drowning near that boat ramp. Um, yes. It's a real downer, so, buddy. So blood, yeah, so blood is on Abbott's hands. I mean, not just in this case. Like, there's, there's quite a bit of blood on Abbott's hands. Mm -hmm. um, so then 10 days after that, January 22nd, which brings us up to last, uh, pr pretty, pretty near uh, past, uh, in a 5-4 vote, the Supreme Court lifted the Fifth Circuit's, Circuit's injunction, which allowed the feds to remove these Texas-erected uh, barriers. Now, this doesn't stop Texas from putting up more barriers, but it does allow Border Patrol agents to destroy them. <laughs> so, oh, nice. Yeah, so it can just be this whole back-and-forth thing. So then, that takes us up to last week, January 24th. We'll knock them down. Exactly. So uh, Greg Abbott issued a statement claiming that the federal government has, quote, broken the compact between the United States and the states by refusing to enforce immigration laws, which he says violates Article 4 of the Constitution, which promises the federal government shall protect each state against invasion. So we've got a broken mm -hmm. compact. We've got invasion. Yeah, According okay. to Abbott, this violation has triggered, triggered Article 1 of the Constitution, which acknowledges, quote, the state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders. And he, because of this invasion that he's, that he's talking about. Mm -hmm. And so Abbott invoked Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. So as a result, the Texas National Guard, Texas Department of Public Safety, which is what the Rangers fall under, I believe, and other Texas personnel are, quote, acting on that authority to secure the, to secure the Texas border. Now, a couple things. One, the Supreme Court has never defined the word invasion. And on multiple occasions, federal courts have actually rejected the argument 
that undocumented immigrants coming into the U.S. could constitute an invasion. So that's strike one. Uh, strike two, his argument is pretty much identical to the South Carolina Declaration of Secession from 1860, <laughs> the first state to secede. I mean, li literally. Um, and if you notice the, just the first words sounds, he said. That's, that sounds coincidental. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's just a little thing. Yeah. Um, he also referenced in, in, in his statement, um, like I said, he, he said, quote, the, the federal government has broken the compact between the United States and the, and the states. Well, what he's invoking here is what's called the compact theory of the Constitution, which is a rejected interpretation stating that the U.S. was formed through a compact agreed upon by all states, mm -hmm. so, which means the federal government was actually a creation of the states, which means the states then are the final arbiters over whether the federal government has overstepped its authority. I feel this, like we've been here this before. Is, hold on. Hold on. Hold this, on hold yeah, on, we did. On. Yeah, we we have leading up to the Civil War, right. the, and this the, and compact and the compact theory of the Constitution has never been upheld by the courts, um, but like you said, was used in arguments by the states, the Southern states, to justify their secession. I've raised. Sorry, my I see hand. a hand raised. I see a hand <laughs> <Yes>. raised. <laughs> is the is the compact theory um, the state? version of the um, I am man the that, that's citizen. essentially that's what these yeah. yes that's yeah. essentially what they're doing this, this they, is sovereign Greg citizenship. Abbott is I a manning yeah. um, <laughs> please please refer to previous episodes of sports 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 yeah. um, the Constitution yeah. um, I love it good, yeah. good for him now does he have a special I know what I'm about to say now does he have a special license plate Without a like, doubt. Uh, he, he actually does. <laughs> a <double>. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He's got a couple. But in this case, it's, he had the I am man. I'm a sovereign citizen. Blah, blah, blah. Do you have to get that in now? I'm not Is sure it, if they make handicapped uh, <laughs> uh, sovereign citizen plates. I'm not sure. That, we we now, can look into now, this. Now, wouldn't that be ironic? Well, uh, the, uh, talk about ironic. Is no one picking up that this is all about a ramp? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this all started with a ramp. Yeah, and it would have been so easy to just wheel him yeah. down that ramp. Yeah. Let's go inspect the border. Sure. Yeah, Greg. Just yeah. Uh, let's let's just roll you over here and right uh, here at the whoops. top and oh, oops. So okay. Anyway. <laughs> so since then, twenty six tr both Trump and twenty six state attorney generals have defended. Texas is right to defend against, quote, invasion. Legal scholar Trump. <laughs> um, yeah. Bef before he yeah. even put out this statement, uh, he was being interviewed, and Abbott said, quote, we are deploying every tool and strategy that we possibly can. The only thing we're not doing is we're not shooting at people who come across the border because, of course, the Biden administration would charge us with murder. So he wants to he wants to murder he would otherwise. people coming he would, across yeah. the border. He would. Um, and so, so the thing is, though, so now there's a lot of talk about Texas seceding. And, Go for it. Um, yeah. According to a poll. <laughs> Sorry, you think as this many, is a threat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here, here's the thing. So let's, let's just let's, let's say Texas secedes. So um, if they secede, they lose $68.2 in federal aid. 
The GOP oh. loses two Senate seats. Dems lose none. GOP loses 27 U.S. House seats. Dems lose 11. And essentially that means the Dems would win permanent control of the U.S. House, Senate, and White House. Mm. But that's mm. just, that's a hypothetical. Um, and there seems to be this understanding. But they, it, but, they but they wouldn't care because they're not part of this, the country anymore. If they were to successfully secede from right, the yeah, they they do their own well, thing and they can the start. A, yeah, yeah, they can start a second failed Texas Republic. New boss, same as yeah. the old boss. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. so the thing is, uh, this you know this has been you know there's been rumblings about Texas seceding for a while. Um, in 2009, when Rick Perry was governor, he said, "quote Texas yeah. is a unique place." When we came into the union in 1845, one of the issues was that we would be able to leave if we decided to do that. Um, and about a third of Texans apparently believe this is true. But the truth is, Texas actually does not have a right to secede. That is not baked into the Texas Constitution. That was never a part of the deal. So let's look at what they could do, though. All right. So Let's rather than secede... Opening my mind palace. Whoa. Yes. So in a joint in? resolution... Come on in. So that when, <laughs> in 1845, when, when Texas, the failed Texas Republic, was in the process of uh, being annexed to the U.S., um, in a joint resolution, uh, there, was a, uh, there was a statement in this that said, and this is not a super long statement, so this is, this is a decent chunk of it. It said, quote, new states of convenient size, not exceeding four in number, in addition to said state of Texas, and having sufficient population, may hereafter, by the consent of said state, be formed out of the territory thereof, which shall be entitled to admission under the provisions of the federal constitution. So, in a nutshell, if the Texas legislature decides, hey, let's break into five states, we would have Texas, and we would have four new states uh -huh. in what is currently Texas. Now, this was controversial at the time, but this resolution was passed, but then in, in the actual constitution, uh, or sorry, in the actual Texas Admission Act, it stated that Texas would be, quote, on an equal footing with the original states in all respect, whatever. Um, so some legal scholars say because of that, there is, th this, this can't actually happen. Um, Article 5, Section 3 of the Constitution, new states may be admitted to by Congress into this union, but no new states shall be formed or erected within the jurisdiction of any other state. So, according oh. to some legal oh. scholars, even though this was in the um, the the ordinance of of the anne the annexation ordinance or whatever, and it was actually passed by Congress, once they're under the jurisdiction of the Constitution, some legal experts are saying that's null and void. But others say, well, essentially. Uh, Congress had already given their tentative agreement to that. They sort of rubber stamped it. So it's still kind of floating out there. And there have been calls throughout history to actually make this, make this a reality. Um, so from time to time, this will pop up that people will talk about 
breaking Texas into five separate states. But okay, so let's go back real quick, just so I understand this. But you said that the Constitution does not allow a state to be formed within the correct with within the boundaries of an existing state. Okay, so right. But the Texas Constitution says well, not the Texas Constitution, but the but the resolution of annexing Texas to the United States. Okay, so they said stated this, and Congress Congress agreed to this at the time in 1845. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so it's it. it's it's a gray area. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly. Well, Texans love just living in that gray area, so we should be right. Fine. Yeah. So in 2009, the same year that Rick Perry talked about Texas being a, new, a unique place that they could leave if they decided to do that, which they can't, um, Tom DeLay said when he was being asked about secession, he said he, he, he brought up this five state solution. And he said, if we invoke it, the United States Senate would kick us out because they're not going to allow 10 new Texas senators into the Senate. That's how you secede. So uh, Texas can't just secede, but out. if, the, yes, they could potentially be forced out if they split into five separate states. So this is the, you don't, you can't fire me, I quit argument. They're, yes, we'll, we'll make it, yeah, yes. Okay. We're going to, well, essentially, yeah, we're going to make it so bad for you, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to force us out. You're going to tell us we have to go. Like, yeah. Yeah. Got it. Uh, it's I can't quit. You're gonna have to fire me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought, hey, let's uh, let's let's turn this into a thought experiment. So let's oh, break I Texas into five states, and okay. let's see what happens here. Because if if we split Texas, I mean Texas is huge. So we're getting, I mean, legit state-sized states out of out of Texas, even if we split it into five, five chunks. So what I've done is I created a map, which will actually, I'll put this on Instagram. We haven't had a a social media post in ages, but what the heck we'll do it. It's a visual aid. We love visual visual aids. aids. Uh Especially in the podcast. If you're on the Twitch stream, you'll stream, you'll be able to see it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. uh, uh, If we switch over to Spotify as our, um, as our platform, they do free video. Uh, oh lord, podcasting. nobody wants to see that. Interesting. Yeah, just no thanks. To think about. Okay, well we can. Hey, we'll talk about it at people the next be making. See, I would do it, but people be making deep fakes of me and stuff, and I, yeah, I can't have myself. You're just paranoid about that because that's what you would do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> any, any, any time he brings up, hey, this is my concern. Yeah. It's because that's what because he's he thought would about do. it. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So if if you Videos. if you check our social I mean, feed, look for look for the latest post for the visual aid, and you can follow along here as we describe my proposal to break Texas into five states. Now I'm actually piggybacking on. A thought experiment that Nate Silver did, I think, also back in two thousand nine, and well, thank you. He for divided the state. What's that? Thank you for co- correctly attributing one of our colleagues. Yeah, because because yeah, other, sure. sources. other uh, other media outlets seem to have a problem when we've broken stories. Have actually yes, saying, countless times. Hey, <laughs> hey sports uh, hat tip. Sport to sports, sports, sports. Uh, that's not asking for a lot. Yeah. 
Just w- hey, want them you're... to say something like they just had a stroke? Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> Sports uh, the hat tip. Hat, 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 dip, hat tip. tip. I was tip, doing my bi tip. Yeah, sleepy, the sleepy Joe impression. <laughs> Yeah. I actually would like them to say that. A tip at tap tip tap tip tip tap. Tip tap tappy hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're uh, knocking so I, off of universities for plagiarism when they're gonna start knocking off journalists. Seriously. Right. Yeah. So so the way I divided this, it was the same way Nate Silver did, and he based this on um essentially looking at political boundaries and trying to factor in factor in population. population basis. And yeah, so he ended up with five states. So if you picture Texas, um, you've Can't got Austin, Austin in the middle, mm-hmm. and and so we've got like kind of our central Texas state. We have a northeast Texas state. We have a Gulf Coast state. We have a state that essentially follows the the entire length of the Rio Grande down southwest Texas, and then we have kind of the extended Panhandle area in in North Texas. And so I've changed the names that that Nate Silver gave them because I didn't really like them. And so let's let's start. So let me run through these real quick. So Central Texas, uh, this is the this is the uh, part of Texas that contains Austin, San Antonio, College Station, and Killeen. It's about nine percent the size of former Texas, and it's about as large as West Virginia. Okay, that's helpful. And the population would be about as many people as Kentucky. Um, and I decided, technically, b- based on that uh, annexation resolution, one of the states has to be Texas, and it would make sense to be the state where the capital is, Austin. Um, but former capital. I've changed it to Tejas. I like it. Let's mm-hmm. let's we'll put it. We'll change the X for a J. So we got Tejas in the middle. Well, okay. Now we're going to Northeast Texas. Um, this area contains Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington, food editor Dennis Chu, Longview, Tyler, and Texarkana. Texarkana, baby. I'm going to call this Caddo. Uh, so the Caddo people, the Caddo and civilization, they were a Mississippian culture. Nice. I know we've talked about Cahokia before, uh, but this northeastern part of Texas, um, that's where the Caddo culture lives. They had some, some mounds, uh, which you know, we love mounds here on the oh, podcast. Yeah. And all sides. allegedly, all uh, the word yeah. for friend, the Catalan word for friend, is what inspired the word Texas. So they said like Techa or something like that, and it got transcribed as Tejas and then Texas. Um, so we've got Caddo. It's about 12% of former Texas, about as large as South Carolina, and population about as many as Virginia. And this is going to be the wealthiest of the new states. Mm. Um, with that Del- Dallas, Fort Worth, um, Arlington, Jerry Jones mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. DFW. Um, now we've got our Gulf, our Gulf Coast okay. state. So this kind of stretches down the coastline on southeast Texas. I'm gonna call this Karenkawa. Um, nice. That's named after the tribe that lived along that that coast from about Corpus Christi, going going kind of north uh, northeast, just east of. Uh, um, northeast of Houston. Um, and this is about 14% of former Texas, about as large as Indiana. Okay. Um, That's population, wild. again, it's about the size of Virginia. Uh, and this contains Houston, Corpus Christi, Beaumont, Baytown, and Galveston. Um, and then going down to the southwest, we've got Zuma. This is named after the some of the people when, when the Spanish first crossed the Rio Grande. Uh, there was a, a 
tribe called the Suma. It's also spelled Zuma. I figured we need a state with the letter Z. So we're Zuma. Like it. It's a cool, it's a cool name, and it's a Neil Young Great album. Great Neil Young album. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this, is, this is about 24% of former Texas. It's about as large as Wisconsin, about as many people as Nevada. Uh, contains El pa- it stretches from El Paso. Um, and down, down the border, Brownsville, McAllen, Laredo. Um, this is... The poor, this is also, it would end up being the yeah, poorest but state. But the dopest looking. But super yeah. cool, yes. Um, and then finally, up in the panhandle and extending down all the way out to Waco, we've got cities like Lubbock, Amarillo, Waco, Abilene, Wichita Falls, Odessa, Midland, San Angelo. This is a huge state. It's about 41% of former Texas, about the size of Colorado. And, but the population is, is only about as many as in Nevada. Um, and this would become probably the most conservative state in the country. Um, I've, got, I've named this Comanche, because oh, that's- you had to, didn't you? You had to. Um, all right, so. Named after the, uh, named after the uh, helicopter, right? No doubt. That's right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So if you pull up your visual aids, how ironic is it that uh, Apache, Blackhawk, Comanche, uh, right? Yeah, basically after uh, you know <laughs> displacing and ge- and committing genocide against an entire yeah, because they could because the they could just pick up and move real quick, and we just go ahead and name yeah. all of our war machines after them. Of Tip course, of the cat, yeah, baby. Right. <laughs> there you go. A pip and a dip and a dip and a bop. Dap, dap, dap. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, right, so anyway, we've got, sorry. we've got our states. Now we need there our we teams. Do. Okay. To do and what? What's what that? This is how, we're, this is how the Civil War is fought. Okay. Yeah, so pull up your visual aids. I've got the visual um, aids. Okay, so we're going to look at football first. We want to give each of these new five states... Its own okay, football what do we team. Got here? Tejas. So, starting in Central Texas, in Tejas, we have the new Tejas Longhorns in mm-hmm. Austin. Okay. Okay. Uh, are these ranked going up in to Caddo. Uh, ability or like dopest team? Nope. Okay. They're not ranked. They're not ranked. So, this is for us to okay. discuss. Okay. Um, so, so, we've got the Tejas Longhorns. We've got the, the Dallas Cowboys, of course, in Caddo, in Caddo Northeast Texas. Gulfside, Karankawa, we've got the Houston Texans. Okay. Um, Zuma, uh, we have f- formerly the UTEP miners. They're now the UZEP like miners, it. University mm-hmm. of Zuma, uh, El Paso. Um, and then, uh, it'd number five. Just be, well, at this point, it'd just be, uh, it might just be the Zuma miners because they would no longer that's, be a See, universe. that's what I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. yeah. But there's other, because the Texas, so this, this, their is, this was my, th- yeah, this, yeah, the, the thing gone. is. Because there's also lots of University of Texas right. locations. So there's another one at the very southern tip of Texas. So I was like, man, I don't know if I can just say this is the University of Zuma. But sure, it could be the Zuma miners. Um, and then up in the Panhandle area well, in Comanche. Else it, and nothing else, it would be the flagship U- University of Zuma. Yes. If it's part yeah. of the University of Zuma um, uh, Yeah, that's true. University network. of Zuma, El Paso, yeah. 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 Prob- okay. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So then Comanche Panhandle, um, we have the former Texas Tech Red Raiders are now the Comanche Tech like Red it. Raiders. Now but um, that, that becomes racist now. 
I was gonna say, as soon as you as soon as you put Comanche on the front of that, that name becomes a little bit uh, yeah problematic. Yeah, <laughs> I'm seeing that now. Yep. So can't let's can't let's say discuss that. here. So we've we've we have we start with three current NFL teams, right? Longhorns. Um, we uh, we've got. Let's see. Wait, sorry. Texas Longhorns. They're Big Twelve. So I guess two two SEC. NFL teams. Two Big mm-hmm. 12 teams. Not yet. And then a FBS, FBS team, team mm-hmm. for All the right. minors. I want to rank them and then Snoop, you rank them. Yeah. Uh, what are we ranking them on? Well, J- just overall strength. I've given, I've given you some stats winning. to consider okay. here, but who's okay. going to win? Okay, of the of these five, if they were their own division, I got okay, you. yeah, all right, that makes sense. All all of these I've become NFL teams. Yes, Tejas Longhorns, Houston Texans, mm. Cowboys, Red Raiders, Miners. Uh, you almost. I was. Had it. Should I really bump close. Cowboys one more? I would have said. Uh, Houston Texans won. They actually won an NFL playoff that's game true. this year, which currently, the Dallas Cowboys have not that's done. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And then I would go with uh, Tejas Longhorns because although they were bumped in the playoffs, they did make it and they did beat your Alabama Crimson they Tide did. this year. I will put Dallas Cowboys also third. I didn't want to. I wanted to put them. I wanted to put them last. <laughs> but, but it's not for their str- it's not a, a position of strength for them it's a position of weakness for the other two correct that's I get, how they got I, to yes, three i agree with that i yeah. agree with that yeah they and then i would actually put use that for and a red raiders currently that's true cuz they did probably have five. a better season than texas tech this year yeah yep so i would say uh that yeah okay. that's what i would put i would say I mean, UZEP had, had a pretty good season. They did. And they're on the come up. They are on the come up. 101 passing yards, 89 rushing yards. Uh, I mean, 101, 101 uh, passing like, yards so, per so, game is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but I do like and, this that you guys and, are putting. I was wondering how you guys would rank this because I was wondering about the Longhorns, how you thought they would stack up against the Longhorns the two NFL could beat teams. the Cowboys or give them a run for their money. Yeah, I, I would also say that uh, Uzep just rec- uh, signed the number one recruit in New Mexico. Oh, so, they have yeah. been on Uzep's, the come. Yeah, okay. Uz- and they'll travel bad, like so. they've gone and played some big programs, like gotten on TV. They're on huh. the come. Okay. Yeah, and after uh, after the pirate left, yeah, Texas they've Tech. been on the fall off. They had Mahomes, yeah. but like. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, Rowdy. Um, and Clifford. And Clifford. The pirate Kingsbury. was at Texas Tech before Washington State and Mississippi State. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what oh. I, that's the way I'd ranked. That's ranked. where he became okay. a pirate because like of the Red Raiders. Right. Set? Or did he become I a pirate so. at Washington State? <laughs> uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. What's next? No, he's just he has an affinity for pirates. Baseball. All right, what's next? Yeah, what's All right next? speaking of pirates, let's t- let's All talk right. baseball. Yeah. Um, yeah. See how I did that that, that yeah. smooth transition there. Uh, so baseball. Um, 
we're going to start in Tejas, Central Texas again, uh, with the San Antonio Mission. So this is a Texas League team. Uh, they're a double A affiliate for the Padres. Okay. Um, Northeast Texas, uh, we've got the Caddo Rangers. Um, formerly the Texas Rangers. Formerly the Texas Rangers, right? Of Arlington, yep. Yes. Okay. Uh, Gulfside, we've got the Houston Astros. Trash cans. Um, mm -hmm. And then going back to El Paso, we've got the El Paso Chihuahuas, which are a Pacific Coast League team, uh, also an affiliate of the Padres, uh, AAA affiliate for the Padres. Huh, I didn't um, know their And then finally, in the panhandle, we've got, uh, in Comanche, we have the Midland Rockhounds, which are a Texas League team, and they are AA affiliate for the Athletics. Mm -hmm. Las Vegas Athletics. So, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Maybe. We'll see. TBD. Okay. So what do we mm, think here? Rangers, How are we gonna Astros. Which one did you say was a AAA? The Chihuahuas. Uh, Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas in El Paso. Rockhounds, because I think that's a cooler name, and then the Missions. Yep. I think you're right. I would put the Missions ahead of the okay. Rockhounds, because the Athletics in general just don't have a good farm system. There Here's you go. the thing. In the, but, uh, in the Texas League, um, their OPS... Look I don't know what that this. stands Look for. Look at the stat sheet he made, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I learned a lot today. Uh, OPS for the Rockhounds is .754, which means they're the fifth in the Texas League. And the OPS for the Missions is .698, oh, you gotta have o You got to take Texas the better League. OPS. Ooh, their ERA is over five, though, but sir. But the ERA, ERA for the Missions is first, 4.27 over the Rockhounds, who are eighth in the Texas League with 5.04. Oh, so what's hey, more important, ERA or OPS? Uh, that's a hard question. Chihuahua's got a 6.52 ERA. That is unacceptable. Yeah, they're, again, El Paso overall is just, they're building. Zuma's our poorest state. It's the last letter in the alphabet. Yeah, okay, I, I just did some quick research here. Oakland Athletics end of last year had the 23rd ranked farm system. Um, farm system. Hmm. The Padres were at there 11. You go. So okay. yeah, I'm, so I'm the round still going Chihuahuas dead last. Yeah, for me the Rockhounds are last. Okay. I would put the Chihuahuas and then the Missions. Okay. All right. That's yeah, fair. The Missions OPS yeah. is bad. Yeah. All right, moving on to basketball. Okay. Okay. So we we start in in Tejas once again. Jeez, we have the San Antonio Spurs. Um, the up in Northeast Texas in Caddo, we have the Dallas Mavericks. In Karenkawa Gulf Coast, we have the Houston Rockets. In Zuma, Southwest Texas, we've got the Rio Grande Valley Vipers, which is a G League okay. team. And they are associated with the Rockets. And then finally in Comanche, we're back with former Texas Tech, now Comanche Tech Red Raiders. Um, oh, yeah. I got, I got, I got thoughts on I, that. Yeah, I think let's hear it. The ranking, Go for it. I think the ranking is almost correct. I'm, I'm, I, I don't no know. Way. I'm going on potential here. 
Future, future, okay. take, future take projections. A, future. Take a okay. walk. Take a walk. Hey, take a walk. Because I like the Spurs. I, I'm, I'm back and forth on whether the Mavericks are at two or he, or the Rockets are at two. I think the Mavericks are. I, I like it. I, I take this ranking as it is. Uh, okay. I say nay, sir. So, I would. Put the Mavericks one. I would actually go with the Comanche Tech Red Raiders two. Currently oh. ranked 15th and in the top 30 of Over Ken a Paul. G League team and uh, two professional teams? Uh, over a G League team and two professional teams. I mean, now, okay. I will give yeah. you this, that of any sport, I do think co- some college teams could give G League and NBA teams. Around. Like the Pistons, if you put the Pistons up against like the top 10 teams in college, College basketball, they're dropping yeah. a few. <laughs> yeah, current currently twenty ninth in the net, and they're three and four in quad one wins. Right. So yeah, I'm definitely taking right. Texas Tech over. Really? Okay. And you're and sure that, you're so not? Lo- you're sure you're looking at men's, not women's? I'm looking at men's. They're fifth okay. ranked. They actually lost last night. I was you're always night. looking at men's. <laughs> I, I can't stop this guy from looking at yeah. men's. Yeah, it's the shorts that do it for me. Thank God we're back to the uh, short shorts, would, huh? Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Jeez. Oh, man, that was a the, the 99s, 2000s. The Jinko phase. Uh, <laughs> See, Nelly never, like, Cargo worst thing that happened. Yeah, the Jinko yeah, short exactly. phase. Exactly, yeah. Blame so old you, So you're, you're saying Red Raiders, number one. Number two. A- after the Number Mavs. two, behind Mavericks. Mavs, okay. Mavs Raiders, just got sold. It's chaos then, coming. And then I will go with Reed and say Spurs have a mm-hmm. higher ceiling. Uh-huh. So I'll say Spurs at three, Rockets four, uh, Rio Grande Valley Vipers of the G League. And who? Five. Who? I mean, they're pretty good who, in the G League, though, right? Great. Which cool. G League team do they feed <laughs> again? Rockets. They so that's, an, the that's Rockets. another interesting <laughs> thing is we've got, yeah, Rockets. like we've got the I'm we've got a rocket. We've got the Vipers who who are affiliated with the Rockets playing the Rockets. They're averaging uh-huh. more Karenkula. points. So first uh-huh. first in the G League for rebounds That's per game, uh, second in the G League for assists per game, and then fifth in the That's G League dominant. for points per That's game. That's dominant categories. I mean, I feel like they're I feel like they're going to be Zuma's shining star. Rockets are twentieth in scoring. Yeah. Well, so. And it's not an El Paso team. They're they're down at the very southern tip of of uh, um, Texas or former Texas. Yep, they're one of those other U's. They're down there like uh, yeah. Brownsville Uzi's. way or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're in, yeah. All right. What's next? all right? Oh, Soccer. This is gonna be hard. Football. All right. So starting in Tejas. So this is a little interesting. This might this might shake some things up. So there is. An Austin yeah. FC yeah. MLS team. We actually covered this when they tried to move yep. the Columbus crew to Austin. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they brought they brought the they brought the MLS team in. All the while San Antonio was trying to get an MLS team. There was some shady dealing going on in Texas uh, at the time. And so a lot of soccer fans in Texas are were, were very upset that 
Austin got the MLS team and they're only like 75 miles away from San Antonio, um, when you could argue that San Antonio had a better, um, better soccer history than Austin and had, had been putting in the work to get an MLS team there. So there was some shady dealing. Um, San Antonio FC also in 2022, uh, they won the USL championship playoffs. Uh, last year, they were fourth in the Western Conference. And then in 2022, there was actually an Open Cup match uh, between San, San Antonio FC and Austin FC, and San Antonio beat them. Um, and currently, Austin FC is ranked 12th in the Western Conference of MLS. So I think you could argue San Antonio is not only, not only deserved that MLS spot, but is a better team than the Austin FC. So I'm putting them as, their, I'm putting them as the okay. MLS pro team. Sorry, Austin. Keep it weird. Um, and then uh, we're going up to Caddo in the Northeast so with FC put- Dallas. So you put them over Austin. Okay. Yep. Well, that was interesting. Yep. Just, yeah, because originally when I made when I made when I made the map originally, I was like, oh well, uh, Tejas already has uh, an MLS team, so we'll put them in. And then I started digging into it. And I'm like, wait a minute. San Antonio FC, I think, is better than Austin. And then sure enough, when I started digging into it, uh, not only not only were there some of the actual like stats, but then also when you get into kind of the shady dealings, I think this is a time we can we you know we can use this write alternate some history to right some wrongs. So like why it. not? I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Austin was pretty bad last year. Dope jerseys though, great jerseys. Yeah, Green I like the. I mean, the, the, uh, of, of all are. the Texas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. When they're on the pitch, <laughs> those kits are excellent really great, unis. Huh? Excellent yeah. unis. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say unis. To uni me, please. We're at an hour. If can I we uni this up? you in public? Uni yeah, watch. we're almost done. Uh, so then in Cato, we've got FC Dallas, seventh in the MLS Western Conference. Uh, Gulf side, we've got Karankawa, oh. the Houston Dynamo FC, fourth in the M- MLS Western Conference. Uh, in Zuma, we have the El Paso Locomotive FC, which are in the, also in the USL Championship with San Antonio FC. Um, and then finally, we're going back to Texas Tech, so formerly Texas Tech, now the Comanche Tech Red Raiders, women's team because in most of these universities men don't play soccer and so really? we're bringing in the big 12 uh uh texas tech red raiders sorry comanche tech red raiders who were ranked first in the big 12 this past okay. year uh they're currently ranked ninth uh in the united soccer coaches women's top 25 poll um so yeah we're, we're gonna throw san them in antonio Houston, Red Raiders, uh, Dallas. That's it, right? And then El Paso. Oh, I meant to put them second. That's San Antonio, El Paso, El Paso Raiders, Dallas, Houston. I'm going FC Dallas first. They have Jesus Ferreira, who's got some caps for the U.S. men's team. Really young. I think he's like 23. Very good. Um, He has had, uh, what do they call him? The Pirate of the Caribbean, I believe is what they Hmm. call him, because he's had three hat tricks against Caribbean teams. Which team is he on? FC Dallas. 
Okay. Yeah, they just locked him up. Pretty big contract. Uh, I think he's like 23, 24, something like that. So I would put it Dallas first. Then I would go. Then I would go with the Dynamo. Although they just had an injury to one of their older players. I was just listening to a podcast about the in- injury report for MLS. So, hey, MLS starts in 25 days. Uh, then I'm going to go with the Red Raider women. Red Raider women. There we go. It's a guy at that time. San Antonio and El Paso for me is last. What's this percentage stat, Rowdy? Uh, it is shots, oh, on, shots target. on target, target. percentage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I, had, I, I had a hard time figuring out what soccer stats yeah. were worth looking at. Um, the hoops. FC Dallas is known as the hoops. Oh. Yeah. Why is that? Because they their jerseys Hula used to hoops. have it. It what, what would you call it? Horizontal. Oh, yeah, okay. They used to wear hula hoops. Flat hoop and like like uh, flash. They would flash when they'd run like L.A. Gears. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. I, I wish they'd go back to that. <laughs> All right. Finally, moving on to hockey, a state. Or a sport that Texas is is well known for. Well known for. Huge um, hockey state. Starting in Tejas, number one, we have the Tejas Stars, formerly the Texas Stars. Um, Texas Stars are actually an AHL team who are owned by the Dallas Stars, which could be awkward because awkward. the team in Caddo is the Dallas Stars. Mm-hmm. Um and then we've got in Caranqua Gulf Coast, we've got the Corpus Christi Ice Rays, which are part of the NAHL South name. Division. Yeah, it is a really nice name. Then we're going back to USEP. We've got the USEP Miners Ice Hockey Club. Mm. They actually used to have a collegiate hockey team, and they actually won the Texas Collegiate Hockey Conference Championship in the 2018-2019 season. But apparently they're not a part of that anymore. So they're they're just basically a school club. And they say, quote, our goals are to win the championship and go to nationals and do the best we can to be a more recognized team, which, hey, I, I wish you the best. Okay. Who, who um, among us, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, Doesn't a, wish for they that. They got a uh, dream board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> This is on my Miller note. Their dream board is just one <laughs> rambling sentence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't finally. Know I don't know if that's going to fit on their uh, plank yeah. of barnwood. Damn, that's a big-ass Hobby Lobby sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah. Uh, and then up in the Panhandle in Comanche, we've got the Amarillo Wranglers, which are also part of Amarillo. the NAHL South Division. Okay. So I know nothing. I don't know about, anything about uh, hockey either. Hockey. So I'm going to rank these by in uh, dopeness of names. Okay. Um, oh. Obviously. So we're the starting ice with rays. the Corpus Christi Ice Rays. Then we're going with mm-hmm. the Amarillo Wranglers. Then we're going with the Uzep nice Miners Ice Hockey Club, and then the Two uh-huh. Stars in Choose Your Own Adventure order. <laughs> that would go. That, oh, so I'm gonna put okay. Dallas Stars first, only because they moved from Minnesota, where they were the North Stars, oh. and they recognized that hey, if we go to Dallas, we can no longer use the North. We'll we'll, right. we'll drop it. Just the stars. The, just shouldn't they just pre- be the Dallas Star? Because there's a Ooh, lone star. Very oh, good point. Good. Very good. Yeah. I mean, nailed yeah. it. Uh, other other teams haven't done this. The Los Angeles Lakers. The Utah Jazz, 
Yeah. So I appreciate that Dallas yeah. recognized yeah. what was going on, and they made they they uh, veered yeah. appropriately into the correct name. Well, imagine so, how people in Dallas would react to having a team called the North Stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might they might. That's succeed. a Yankee. That's a mm-hmm. Yankee name. Uh huh. So after that, I think Reed, right. you nailed it. It's the Ice Rays. It's the Wranglers. It's the Uzep Miners Ice Hockey Club, and then the Tejas Stars okay. at the bottom. Hmm. I really want to see the Tejas Stars and the Dallas Stars compete. Does that happen it's often? Do big, you ever have it's called the big uh, team ups where they have farm yeah. teams play the team they no feed into? no that doesn't happen. I thought you meant like the same um, mascot in college that all the time, oh. specifically bulldogs. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. huskies. They, yeah, these guys not only had their their logos are almost identical. They made the Te- Tejas Stars logo basically just look like the Dallas Star, which I mean makes well, sense they if they that. own them. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but that never happens. Like you never have like one of the farm teams play the team they're farming no. for. You might have that in soccer during the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open. Where the lower ranked teams? Yeah, I guess the, I guess they did that in in soccer, right? Like that was yeah. that was what happened with the San, San Antonio. Antonio. Well, I mean, they're not f- farm teams for Austin, but they're right, huh? Right, yeah. I think that should happen more often. But yeah, I like this idea too of just mixing up. Excellent presentation. I mean, like w- when you get the Longhorns like mm-hmm. taking on NFL teams. I would like, like that. to see I think that, that one of these happen days. More often. I mean, yeah. who would you like to see? Like, let's say Bama. Who would you like to see Bama play in the NFL? Jacksonville. No. Well, for the quarterback, get to the quarterback. But Carolina, Carolina. currently, probably, right? They're the worst team, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There should be relegation. One college goes pro every huh. year. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that might. What about okay, all these classes? <laughs> Bookmark that because that might be a future thought experiment. Yeah, there you go. Well, but that then took the our pro whole team hour. has to turn hey. into a college. <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh. So you pick the dumbest team. You have everyone take standardized tests. All NFL players, whichever team has the dumbest the players, lick them. has to become a yeah. You wonder lick them, and then yeah, the worst scorers have to. Go back Do you to know college. they have a? Uh, I wouldn't mind. They have a um, like equation that takes the Wonderlick score and equates it to a IQ. Yeah, that did you? Our colleague Pablo Torres did a whole recently po- podcast on it. Oh, uh, let's check it weeks out. Ago. They were talking. It was when C.J. Stroud was yeah. blowing up the league, and everybody was like, "But he scored like a four on his Wonderlick," and the guy was kind of talking about what all those cognitive right. tests are actually right. doing and what they're what they're yeah. actually measuring. It was very fascinating. Of all of our mm-hmm. um, colleagues out there, I really like his podcast. I like him. I haven't listened to his podcast. Yeah, I've, I, I've seen a couple episodes cool. of that, too, and it's it's pretty good. All right. Yeah. Well, I hope right. that was I like informative, that, that was cool. and I hope that by, by using my 2024 psychic okay. powers that... We can actually manifest this. And, you want to see Texas go? Um, actually, if just split apart. I, I just think. Hey man, I just I think. I like I the exercise of making new states. I just like to. I had fun making the maps. I'd like to and we, naming states. I'd be I all right with a little shake fun. up. 
Yeah. yeah. But it almost feels like if... It, this is a really bad analogy. It's like somebody's causing... Being a menace at your party, and so instead of kicking him out, they're like, no, no, no. Let's feed him a bunch of booze until he throws up and let him sit on the couch. Like, I think it... I think if you break a state up like Texas, instead of just yeah. letting the kicking them out, you're just like, oh, I want you to be, I want you to be chaotic in a new and interesting way. Yeah, and and we in, and, in and five I mean, different like, states. To Tom Delay's point, um, you know, Tom Delay makes he's got a lot Does of he? great points, um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, to his point about all of a sudden now we've got ten senators from Texas. Uh, yeah, it, it's now, now the thing is Zuma, Zuma and Tejas in this new scheme would go blue potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all the same. Like I said, Com- Com- Comanche, the panhandles would literally be the most conservative state in the country. Yeah. If, if that well, and the, split happened. The one, what and do you think- we, we didn't even get into this. But here, here's the other thing that could happen. So, so we make this split. Um, there was also um, the bishop of the diocese of Tyler, Texas, which Tyler is in Caddo, so northeast Texas. Um, Bush territory. He's big. He he was a big Trump guy. Um, mm-hmm. He does not like Pope Francis. Mm. Um, the Archbishop he, doesn't like Pope Francis. Oh. Not the Archbishop, the Bishop of, so he's under the Archbishop Probably in Dallas or of like Galveston, yeah. Houston or something like that. But, but of that Tyler, Texas, uh, diocese, he's the Bishop or was the Bishop and, cause Pope Francis actually removed oh. him. Hmm. Yes. And before, right. So he had been, Pope Francis's advisors had apparently been saying like, you gotta get rid of this guy. And he just like, let him go for like 10 years. And then finally he was like, he had said enough things, done enough things. Also was kind of apparently mismanaging the diocese. Um, he r- read out a letter to a, from, from a friend that said things like, um, talked about how called Pope Francis a usurper of Peter's chair. Um, uh, A person who sits on a chair that is not his, proclaims the devil's voice to be the voice of the Holy Spirit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, last November, this past November, uh, Pope Francis was like, all right, bud, you're out of here. So not only could we have five states, we could have an anti-pope. Oh, we could have oh. a new, the, the uh, yeah, the we Avignon papacy could also, could, yeah, it could become the Tyler Ooh. papacy. Or, or. What, I, what I think is essentially happening, though, it, what's fun is with these Catholics that are, that are, uh, like, of this bishop, like, similar to this Bishop Strickland, I think they don't realize they're just inventing Protestantism again. Oh, by breaking off. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just, they're basically, yeah. you, you are literally by definition yeah. a Protestant. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, really yeah. Like so not only could we have five states, we could have an anti-pope or a true pope if you're yeah. of that persuasion. So. so I know not everyone has the same compact, but, or was it? Compact. What was, yeah. What was it called? Doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, was it? Okay. But what? Let's say Texas does this, or mm. parts of Texas do this. What other states do you think uh, follow suit? 
Well, no other states, as far as I know, have the same agreement. Congressionally rubber stamped, but just an attitude to do something mm -hmm. like this. But yeah, Florida. I mean, like, there's talk of like, um, well, so we 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 talked about this the other day uh, on our on our uh, group text that I think that. Um, Alabama should the panhandle, the panhandle of Texas, Florida, of Florida and get its yeah. coastline back. Because um, originally that was there was East Texas and West Texas. That that panhandle originally was split. Florida. So, um, yeah. or sorry, East Florida and West. I'm, I've just yeah. been in Texas world. Pray for me. <laughs> yeah, come on, get out of there. Get Tyler out of there. Pope, Pope Maine Stern. is another one. Um, I could see. You Are you talking yeah. about seceding or splitting? No, seceding. Seceding? Oh, well, oh splitting. Oh, splitting. splitting California. Because yeah. splitting, there's California, there's the great state of Jefferson. State of Jefferson. Um, yeah. Dakotas. Yeah, there's lots of different options to split, yeah. Top of Nevada. Yeah. Top of yeah. Nevada, bottom of Nevada. Yeah. Okay, well, there but you go. But seceding, I don't know. It's going to be interesting because, like I said, we've got... Trump and 26 other attorney generals that are, and then basically any, any, is, there, is that a, li uh, any state with a huge GOP presence are pressure, trying to pressure their governors. Is Indiana in that 26? Greg Abbott. You know, I, I haven't looked to see what that full list is. I, I haven't heard that, but, um, uh, Indiana should be, if Indiana yeah, split, sure. it'd be three states, right? North, central, mm -hmm. south. Or sorry, I guess 20, 27 states. Um, we have Indiana, the attorney. Well, Rakita I mean, or whatever. Uh, it's 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 or it's Rakita, Todd Rakita. Yeah. So of course, that of guy's course. a psycho. Yeah, but Indiana would be yeah. northern. We need we need to build a ramp into Lake Michigan and roll no Todd Rakita into that. Northern central south. You guys seen Eastern Promises? Yeah. Oh, they throw a lot of bodies yeah. over ramps. <laughs> That's a Vigo Mortensen that vehicle, Viggo correct? Mortensen fights Vito naked Mortensen. in the shower? Yes. It's a David Cronenberg yeah. movie. That was a pretty brutal it movie. It was a good was movie. Pretty, yeah. I, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. But they throw a lot of bodies in, in to the river. All right. Let's wrap this up. Ramp. That's it. All right. That's All it. Right. We did it. We did sports. That's it. We did as it. A, we did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Junior Minister of Sound, right, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner Brandon Casburn, Food Editor Dennis Chu, the Kentucky Colonel Sean, and the Honorary Ball Boys. Guys, it's is. January. That means it's hot, sunny, and summertime at the Australian Open. This weekend, Sinner beat uh, Medvedev in the final Dropped the first two, three six, three six, won the last three, six four, six four, six three, to be only the second Italian to ever win the Australian Open. Oh, very good. Uh what happened in the women's uh, side? man, I don't even remember. Was it Oh yeah Savalanka, yeah. Uh uh R uh what is it? R B F. Major tennis RBF, resting bitch face. Oh, uh. <laughs> she's good, dude. Okay, she Didn't is know good. That. I don't oh, like tennis, tennis rules. I think it's tennis one of the rules. only sports. I think it's one of the only sports what? I don't like. Golf yep. or tennis? Golf or tennis? I don't know why. Okay, tennis. Fair enough. Uh, but best sounding sport. <laughs> hey guys, 
I think we need to wrap this up because Big City Adam is looking at our outline. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Find us on Get Facebook. Get out of there. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe where new episodes will be there every Thursday. And we will ask, how about some sports? Yeehaw. The stars at night are big and bright. Big and bright.